Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Schultz. We've got a great episode for you today. One of the most popular Netflix original reality shows returns for season two this week. Um, I'm talking about the 2020 hit, The Circle, that showed us what quarantine was like before we all went into quarantine. We both, Cody and I watched the first season, and uh, we're, we're going to jump in to what season two is about. The details are few and far between at this point. So Cody, what can you tell us about the circle season two? I, I just love that the, the intro there. I never really thought about it that way. It's like quarantine <laughs> before quarantine. It kind of did like put us in the mentality right beforehand. Um, Cause it's such like a different show. Of course, like the premise being that you take the contestants, they're thrown into like an apartment building, but they're all in their own like little apartments and they never see each other just interacting through this social media platform called the social, which is, I always feel like it's, mo- it's basically like a Facebook page in my opinion. Cause you, you it's like your profile <laughs> pictures, like posting, updates like adding your bio like it feels very much like inspired by facebook and it's one of those shows that i'm kind of surprised that we season two is finally coming april 14th season one dropped in 2020 but I'm, i was kind of shocked that we had to wait so long because like if, right. there, if there's ever a show that felt like it'd be safe <laughs> to get like back to production it seems like one where you're literally quarantining each contestant in their own bubble would be that show i think that's like why big brother was able to return in the summer even though all of the pandemic was going on because they were literally quarantined in the house together was just like make sure everyone's healthy beforehand and then you're just quarantining this is your quarantine crew you're all together in one room I'm going to be interested to see like how it does now when season two comes back. Like, is the fan interest going to be different? I feel like it had like that perfect storm of it dropped right at the start of like the pandemic. So everyone was looking for new things to watch. So that like immediately gave it a boost. Cause it's like, it was something new, something completely different. And then like, as you were discovering it in the pandemic, it was kind of like, <laughs> Oh man, this is like, what's happening now to me. I'm like stuck in this place. Right. Yeah, I agree. And this season, I think compared to season one, I, they're going to do the, the, they're going to release it differently basically we're getting weekly releases or new episodes every week. Um, I think they're, we're going to see the first batch, April 14th, second batch of episodes, April 21st, third batch, April 28th. And then the season finale, I think, and probably a reunion of some kind is on May 5th. So that's a 13 episode season. And it's a little bit different, like I said, than the first one. It'll be interesting to see because Netflix doesn't really do this very often. How do you feel about the, the weekly releases? It's one of those, like we've talked about it a little bit in the past, like I'm pro weekly release just because I like mm. being able to drag a show out. Um, not necessarily like that week between like is like, it feels like the longest week in between, like with these Disney plus releases, like it's killing me, like having to wait like a week between Falcon yeah. and Soldier episodes. But the plus is that it gives me something like to talk about for a longer period instead of like you binge it in one weekend and then you have to wait a whole year, basically usually on Netflix before you get a second or third or whatever the next season is. And it's harder to retain like what happened sometimes for me like when it's so long between seasons i'm like what did happen which i guess it's a smart ploy because like usually it's like (laughs) i'll just go back and rewatch it now yeah rewatch it again (laughs) but it's like i feel like it's fun but with this one i like the binge so it's like i want to just be able to binge through the season all at once and knowing i have to wait like i'm curious to see because it's 13 episodes across four weeks like 
I'm wondering, like, the math there doesn't, like, add up to where it could be right. the same episodes each week. So, I'm like, yeah. how many episodes are we going to get each week? Is it going to be different? Like, one week it's four episodes and it's two and then it's four. Like, I wish they'd be a little bit more forthcoming of what the release date's going to look like for us. Yeah, that would be nice. I'm not really sure how it'll break down, but I think it's interesting. Like, I, I mean, I like it. I like binge watching like my favorite shows. I really like like new seasons of like Stranger Things. I like burn through those in a day. This I'm kind of interested because I think Love is Blind did. They did this with Love is Blind and that actually worked really well because you have like the buzz that it creates throughout the week. And if you can end it, like maybe episode three or four, there's some weird cliffhanger twist ending, you know, you keep people talking throughout the week and then you have a chance to do, you know, Netflix has started doing like after shows for um, some things with David Spade hosts one. Um, There's stuff you can do on social media, like interviews with the cast. Like obviously they finished filming and are uh, doing whatever you can talk to the contestant who was eliminated. Like they do after survivor or the bachelor or the bachelorette or any of those. So that'll be interesting to see if they promote it like that. So that's the only thing I'm excited about. I would like to see who wins immediately, but I have less time than I used to. So I'm thankful they're not releasing, you know, all 10 on the same day. So I have to watch 10 hours of the circle and go like a little bit crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I do think the plus there, which you kind of touched on is it promotes more like fan connectivity because Mm -hmm. when you drop a show at once, like not everybody's going and binging it all that weekend it drops, especially like for those on the East Coast, like a lot of these shows drop at like 3am our time. So it's like, right. um, It's a marathon if you want to (laughs) binge and go with everybody where with the weekly releases, you almost can like keep up with your fellow fans more and like interact on Twitter because it's like, okay, everyone's going to probably be watching the new episodes on Wednesday when they drop. Um, It's like you still have to worry about spoilers if you fall behind, but it gives you like the chance to watch and interact with more fans like in real time almost. And I think that's kind of a nice thing. It'd be curious to see what like that could do for a scripted show because they've only done it with the reality shows. Um, They'd break the internet if they made like certain fandoms, like if they made Lucifer fans wait like weekly for episodes, like I'm a Lucifer fan, I would be a little irritated there at the same time. But it's like, it also would create that buzz of like it's something new to talk about every week for you know eight weeks on that given day like you know you're going to get the audience coming to watch the new episode and then talking about it on social media too for sure yeah and then do you think so because this is like a really interesting reality show because none of the contestants are actually together so that means that like you know in survivor or the bachelor they've done the thing where they bring back contestants from other seasons and then they like compete or they they bring them in like halfway through to like stir up the drama or whatever do you think that we could see like like, you know, some of the the favorites from season one of The Circle back for season two? I think it'd be really interesting. And like the fun thing about the first season was you didn't know what to expect. So it was like when I, I thought, OK, these are the eight people. Like, I think it started with eight. And it was like, OK, these are yeah. the people. It's going to be a short thing. They must like space out the eliminations. And then it was like at the end of one episode, it's like someone new has entered the circle. And it's like, oh, OK, so they're going to be adding people as we go along. And then it was fun because they sprinkled in like random things with like there was the mother and son were like catfishing <laughs> with one person or like running one account and so i feel like it's so easy for the show like to bring back a fan favorite character you know like well i shouldn't say character because like, they're real people um yeah, but, it always yeah. Is that weird thing. It's like, uh, but like someone like shuby or sammy or chris who like had like big fans um and kind of like fan favorites during the season if they did it'd be fun to see like would they play as themselves and try to like just do it again or would they come in like and catfish like out of fear that this new crop would be like well let's get this person out because they were on it last year um, yeah i feel like it'd be easy too to bring someone 
back. Like with some of the other franchises, like the stars, like kind of rise, like they go and do other like reality stuff with this one. I feel like they had like the fandoms, but it's not like they've been like everywhere since. So like they're more accessible to get back. Right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm not, I don't see Shuby or Sammy or like Joey. I, I don't even know what they're doing now. I've not seen them on social media. I anywhere. But uh, it's also adds another layer that like they kind of teased in the in the in the trailer that we saw, like the cele- like bringing in celebrities or stars of like Netflix shows like so Lance Bass of InSync, right, was in the first trailer. Is it like is it real? Like, do you think that he's actually involved? Because I'm like kind of skeptical. <laughs> I know it's it's so hard. Like, I feel like he has to be involved because if they just like if it was just a catfish, like I feel like the obvious thing's going to be like, well, let's just vote him out like that. That's obvious, but how much fun would it be as a viewer, like seeing that it is actually Lance Bass? We get to see that, but then like figuring out like how do these fans like are they going to grill him on like insane lyrics or different things to like try to trip him up? I feel like if any celebrity was going to do it, like he's done a lot of the reality shows um, over the year. I feel like he's someone that might be up. I also feel like I remember reading something about him being a Big Brother fan, and of course they did the Celebrity Big Brother, but you have to be quarantined in those places with a bunch of other celebrities. is this like it's a little bit more private so like if he's a fan of that franchise like it's somewhat similar like there's that social gameplay to where he yeah. could come in and be like in his own place and not be like swamped <laughs> with like these other people who are just like constantly asking random questions about his personal life yeah exactly and the, the one thing like that i love about this show so after you're voted out you get to go and visit one of the people who voted you out so like if you had weird interactions with someone or like got into a feud because like i don't know it gets kind of dicey at times or at least it did in the first season like how funny is it going to be when lance bass is eliminated first and he goes <laughs> to like the person and then like seeing their reaction like that that's going to be great that's like great tv because we know that he's going to get eliminated first right like no one's going to keep him around i think they all want to know if he's if it's him and then they'll go like one person will find out if it was really him or not i think right yeah i feel like the other thing there is too is it'll be curious like is he going to be playing for the money himself or i know like a lot of times when celebrities do it it's right. like for charity so it's like yeah. if he's playing it for himself like as a person like if i was to go in there again average joe be like well does he really need this money over like me or these other people even if they're exactly like wouldn't they be more deserving of a hundred thousand dollars than someone who's like had a you know successful career and probably as well you know well off um but yeah i agree like the the reaction like just like it's always funny to like they hype it up like you don't know whose door they're gonna knock on and then they just like open it and then you pan out to a shocked person like on the couch or something and i'm like what would someone's reaction be to seeing like lance bass walk in and be like (laughs) oh you were the real person yeah it would be great i think and then it also opens up like you know we've all like netflix is really good about bringing if there's like they find a star like keeping them around so like we're seeing like millie bobby brown was huge in strange things well then she's also in you know enola Holmes, and like they keep the the big stars stay in the netflix family uh kind of adam sandler's another one like all of his movies are on netflix could like i think it would be hilarious if we're going to start seeing like netflix stars pop up in the circle or something like that like not just lance bass like i think david harbour would definitely be down for something like this he seems like a fun guy that would like to do this so maybe for future seasons we can get more netflix focused stars in the show we all we are getting i guess do you consider like the netflix reality shows like stars like if they're a, like if they star in it do you consider them stars it's it's one of those hard things because like i get like that question comes up so 
often with all these different reality ones. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. people will be like, is a bachelorette or bachelor star like really a star? Like when they're doing like dance with the stars, and it's like they're they are in their own right. So it's like you can yeah. like each person, like maybe they're not like a you know top movie star kind of same quality, but in their own right, like look at how many successful reality stars have had these. Well, I guess like the Kardashians just makes yeah. sense. Like the first one, like, like perfect they example. They redefined yeah. like what reality TV could be. But yeah, I, I think I think Netflix is doing a good job. I know who you're about to talk because we've got a too hot to handle person right this season. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was getting to. I was going to say too hot to handle star. Then I was like, wait a second, is that like a star? <laughs> it's Chloe from Too Hot to Handle, which came out in April of last year, right after we saw the circle. And so she's back for. I guess we do. We know if she's going to be like a catfish or is she competing as herself? I believe in the trailer they. I think there was a mention like that. Some I think someone picked up on that she is playing as herself because I right. think someone mentioned like, wait a minute, isn't that girl from like Too Hot to Handle? Yeah. And so I think that's going to be like she'll have to be the first hurdle. Like I'm, I'm a sh- like she will be so happy probably when Lance Bass's profile pops up. She'd be <laughs> yeah, like, that's focus on yeah. him, not me. <laughs> Right. So that's the thing that Netflix could avoid with like the Lance Bass thing because he's going to get voted out first. Put another person who people recognize in the show. Now they have to choose who gets voted out first. And then maybe like we've seen in all these other reality shows, that person can just make enough of an impact with a few of the contestants like stick around for another week, stick around for another week. And then maybe Lance Bass is going to win this thing. That's all (laughs) I'm saying. Um, I think what's going to be interesting to see too is like, okay, we're going to see a Too Hot to Handle star on the Circle season two. We know Too Hot to Handle season two is coming. So it's like, oh. could we see someone from the Circle season one? Yeah, the now crossover. Pop up and, like, and I like, I could see Netflix like doing this like subtle thing towards like, hey, you love that reality show. Well, guess who's going to be on this reality show? Like, I'd be tempted to watch. I didn't watch Too Hot to Handle first season, but it's like, if there was someone from the Circle season one that I enjoyed watching, I'd be tempted just to see like, what are they like? on this show yeah that's a really good point i think yeah the crossover like and netflix has so many reality shows that they're working on right now like with bling empire love is blind maybe like we create this like we've already seen like the netflix holiday universe maybe we'll have like the netflix reality universe where it's like all these uh competing against each other in various shows it works like mtv does stuff like that don't they like they have like the real world then they have the challenge and it's like all the same people right yeah and the challenge i think the one that's interesting there is they also like started pulling in other reality stars like yeah I think the last season had like a ton of people from Big Brother and it's like it's smart because they know these are the same audience like a lot of people if you watch one show if it's similar you're gonna watch another show I think that's something I hadn't even considered but that'd be kind of fun to see like someone from like Big Brother or the real world or you know some of these other non-Netflix shows could they pop up later in the season like that would be completely random and fun to see yeah and then it'll be go full circle and we'll see like the too hot to handle British people on like Great British Bake Off. That's what I like. That's like peak Netflix. That's all I want to see. It's just like the the synergy there would be incredible. The good news is though, is that if you're a fan of The Circle and Too Hot to Handle, we've got Too Hot to Handle coming out in, is it June, May or June? I can't remember. Yeah, it's it's right after The Circle, but I can't remember the exact date because I, like I said, I, I don't watch the show. So I knew they announced yeah. it back, back and I'm like, mm, I didn't put too much stock into that one yet. Yeah, so we've got that Too Hot to Handle. And then I think, the circle has been renewed for season three. Is that right? 
Yeah, so when Netflix renewed The Circle, they did a two-season pickup. So they picked it up for season two and season three. It was unclear like when those seasons were going to drop. Of course, we now know season two is, of course, coming this month. Um, it seems like season three will probably drop. If I had to guess, like spring of 2022. Yeah. I, I, I'd love to see another season, like do like a spring and a fall cycle. But it seems like Netflix likes to put like a year between some of these reality shows. That way they have like a new season every year, keep the fans kind of going. I think Too Hot to Handle also got a two-season rule too when they did it. Like I think yeah. it was season two and three, which... I find that really interesting. Like I love when studios do that. Like it, it helps you buy into a show when you right. know it's going to be around for multiple years. Like NBC's gotten really good at that lately because they had renewed all their one Chicago shows, New Amsterdam for like three season pickups. And it's like, now I know like I can invest in these shows and not be worried about like, is it going to get canceled with no resolution? Right. Because Netflix is bad for that in particular. Like they all cancel shows on huge finales. I would never let them like live down the cancellation of Santa Clarita diet. I know uh, that's like one that, that I was a bad one. Up. Yeah. The good, the, it's interesting too. Like, you know, I'm just looking at reality shows are like on a different cycle. Like Netflix does like every, releases shows about a year apart, but like regular TV, <laughs> regular TV, cable broadcast, they do, they often do two seasons a year, right? Like, I mean, the bachelor is kind of like almost a year round production, you know? So there's two seasons of survivor every year. Right. I think that's right. Yeah, Survivor usually does two cycles. I mean, even like the singing shows for the most, like The Voice right. does a spring and a fall. Um, there are, of course, like some that have moved. Like Dancing with the Stars used to be two year, two cycles. Now it's just in the fall. Um, I know American Idol, I think it's just in the fall. So I think it kind of varies, but it's right. one of those genres that it lends well. Like you can easily do two seasons because the, the biggest thing is that you're not as expensive to produce because you don't need all these special effects. Typically, like you're not having to pay out these huge star salaries, like because you're not like signing like a multi, you know, multi-million deal with like a reality star just to yeah. compete. Like that's they're coming on the show to compete for cash. Yeah. Whereas like with these bigger reality, like the Stranger Things and all those, it takes a lot to put those into production. It's huge stars, huge budgets, and like reality just feels like it's easier to put multiple seasons out in one right. year, or not even like even if it's not like within a year, like closer windows. Yeah, I think that like this, who knows? They could have already filmed like the circle season three back to back like we just have no that's the other thing reality show finding out the details sometimes is harder when you don't know what the production is called or where it's going to be and stuff like that so but like who knows maybe they already filmed it that would make sense you know if you're netflix looking like why do the month production here a month production there when you can just rent it for two months do the whole thing and then you've got one show stashed ready to go i don't know that's just it's possible we don't know if that's true or not though yeah, it's, a, it's just a big guessing game with netflix really yeah it is. So we've got, just to recap, The Circle Season 2 premieres on April, uh, Wednesday, April 14th, and then we'll see new episodes every Wednesday uh, for three more weeks, basically. Um, looks like we're getting close to out of time here, so we'll just say thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.